And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Travesty. And alongside me, Awkward Colin. And Geek Cast Joe. Guys, if I tell you 135,050,660, what does that tell you? Um, I have no idea. Joey, do you know? No, I have no idea. I was just trying to figure it out in my head, but I have no idea. That's how much Deadpool made in its opening over the weekend. Oh, geez. oh no kidding. Yeah. Keep in mind, though, that's just the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. I mean. Oh, it's, no, I'm, I'm saying it's amazing. Like, you know, you think it's worldwide, but that. Oh, gotcha. No. Yeah, that's crazy. That's. Oh, yeah. That's how much. Of that, I mean, it's. Oh man, yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those like you know Bravo to Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Um, I knew it was going. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's been waiting for it like over a decade, hasn't he? Yeah, how long how long ago that? Wolverine? Yeah, it had to been right. The Wolverine movie came out in, what two thousand six, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I literally I am surprised it actually did that well. Like I knew it was going to do good. I didn't think it was going to do that good. You know, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm surprised. So, I mean, with all of the encouragement to not bring your kids to the film, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they still managed to hit that amount. Like, I wasn't surprised that it was so high, I guess. But like, I don't know. Normally, like with Star Wars or whatever, it was people bringing their kids to watch Star Wars that helped put it over the edge. But this one should have been just adults, 18 and up. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's another thing I kind of realized because if you if you look at it uh, overall, uh, Deadpool ranks 17 on the list of the biggest opening weekends in the U.S. and Canada. And if you look at if I'm looking at it, I'm looking at the top 35 here. Uh, it looks like Deadpool is the only rated R uh, movie on the list, and I think I read somewhere where it is the highest grossing rated R movie in the first weekend. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's you know, and like you know, looking at the movie, like, um, you, you could tell why it's rated R, and if you think about it a lot more, if it was PG thirteen, I don't think it'd be as great as it was. Oh no! Oh yeah, no doubt. All. But um, no doubt. But yeah, I went. Uh, I went with Colin over the weekend to see it. Um, Joey, did you by chance catch it? I did not. I am uh, the only person out of both podcasts I do who hasn't seen it. Oh man, you need to step up your game and go see it. So, I know. Apparently, I was really hoping that uh, Nick would would drop the ball and I could we could drop the ball together. But <laughs> apparently, he and his wife went to see it last night. That was their Valentine's date. <laughs> so, see, that's what you should have done for Valentine's Day. Yeah, but I didn't think I'd like it very well, honestly, and I didn't think my wife would like it very much. So. I uh, I don't know. I I, th- I think you guys will have enjoyed it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, it, I think what colored my opinion was that right out of the gate, I had a friend who went into it knowing he wasn't going to like it, who it came out of it and was like, yes, saw it, hated it. This is cursory. Like I'm only I only went to go see it so that I, when I said I hated it, I could say that I've seen it. So I probably shouldn't take his word for things like this, but. I did, and so I didn't rush out to see it. So, plus Ryan and Ryan and Rob were pretty drunk when they saw it. So, <laughs> like, 
How reliable are they really? Yeah, so it's kind of like very reliable. It's kind of like you haven't seen it at all. Nick went to go see it, and maybe Rob and uh, Ryan saw like half of it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, oh, that would be great. I would really like that a lot. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's one of the things too. Like you know, looking at the uh, the trailers and the teasers that they had for the movie, I was kind of worried that they would do what most movies have been doing lately and putting all the best parts out there to advertise. Mm-hmm. And I think like half, I think Deadpool did that with half of the movie. Like half of the great scenes were used in trailers and teasers, but because there's so much more it left you, you know, surprised and it left you enjoying it. As like I was telling Colin, um, after we got out of the theater and all that, we were talking about it. I told him like it, I mean, the movie went by so smoothly it didn't feel like we were there for two hours. Wow. Like, I was sitting there, like, as soon as the movie started, like, I was sitting there watching it, you know, getting really into it. And, you know, for the hell of it, like, it was getting to, the, like, it was getting to a certain point where I felt like the movie was about to end. I'm like, there's no way it could be ending. We want to be in for maybe a half hour, 45 minutes. And when I looked at my watch, it was about a half hour into it. And wow. uh, I think the movie was, was like, it was like an hour and 15 minutes, hour 40 yeah, minutes. Yeah, hour and 50 there. minutes. Yeah, so it's like there was 20 minutes left, so you know it was at the point where it was about to end, but it was an hour and a half sitting there watching it, and I mean, it, it was good. It was good, and I'm not I'm not gonna say much about the movie because I don't want to spoil anything about it. I think everyone has a general idea of what happens in the movie, you know, you know they get I mean especially you know comic book fans, Marvel fans, Deadpool fans. I mean they get the idea of his story and everything. Um, so I guess you get a general idea of what's going to happen or what's expected to happen. You know, Deadpool's going up against a bad guy and all that shit. And, uh, juggernaut, or not Juggernaut, uh, what's the fucking... Colossus, Colossus right? Colossus. <laughs> juggernaut and Colossus are two different people. <laughs> if you if you look at Marvel Contest of Champions, the, the little Marvel fighting game that I play, there's a character mm-hmm. in there called Unstoppable Colossus, and all it is is Colossus with Juggernaut's helmet on it. So if you played the game, you would understand the mix-up. So fuck you. How about that? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay, but that's, that. that's fair. <laughs> but Colossus, I mean, Colossus probably... I'm, I'm happy Colossus was in it. It's not a character you get a lot of time to uh, really get to know. Love the thick Russian accent. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's Russian in this one? Well, Russian, his, he's Polish. actually Russian in real life, too. I didn't I didn't know. He wasn't Russian in the X-Men movies, so. Uh-uh. I didn't know. No. How was, uh, what was her name? Negasonic Teenage Warhead? She was good. I liked it. Fantastic. I'm really uh, different than looking forward to her. She's what? She's definitely different than what I thought she would be. Mm-hmm. I know she's much different than she is in the comic books. Yeah. Like they completely retconned her, basically, but whatever. Seemed like it worked. When when you see when you see the scenes that she's in and everything, like they, they do a really good job of portraying her with a teenage girl's personality. And uh, mm-hmm. and Deadpool obviously will mention it and everything, but like like you if you think of what a teenage girl is gonna act like, she's gonna act like that in the movie, but with, you know, superpowers. Fantastic. Yeah. It, but it's it's funny. It's like there's a there's a joke like every five minutes in this movie. There's barely any like serious moments. I mean, there is serious moments, but barely serious moments. Oh, that is very yeah. true. A lot of nudity. Awesome. That wasn't uh, that much. No, that was enough. 
No, I'm sure. I'm sure it's more than. I mean, almost every other, actually, every other Marvel movie that's come out has been uh, PG-13 at least. So, well, that's because of Disney. Right. No, absolutely. Well, not even Disney, but all the Fox ones. You know, the uh, Wolverine's uh, origin, the X-Men ones. Those were all PG-13 too. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first uh, rated R Marvel movie that I could think of that's come out. Yeah, I believe it is. So, and and uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So that that might I'm um, so I'm I'm really worried about the genre. <laughs> um I, I think I'm I'm a little bit with Geekcast Nick uh on the opinion that the market is becoming oversaturated. And I don't think it's an issue of the movie like there's definitely a market that continues to be there and will continue to be there. Uh-huh. But I think for the um the studios it becomes more and more risky to do a risky film like guardians or ant-man or deadpool and so um i think having deadpool come out and be another risky film that did amazingly especially its opening weekend will hopefully be something that that causes the big disney studios to wake up and go oh Maybe people want risky, edgy films, yeah, and they do it right instead of just trying to do something that's not right. Like, so here's something that James Gunn, uh, the director for Guardians, said after uh, after seeing Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's quoting here from Deadline Hollywood: "The film has a self-deprecating tone that's riotous. It's never been done before. It's poking fun at Marvel. That label takes itself so seriously. Can you imagine them making fun of themselves in a movie? They'd rather stab themselves." <laughs> that's a quote from Deadline Hollywood, attributing it to a Hollywood quote-unquote suit. I love Deadline, and I get a lot of my film business news from them, and I love Deadpool even more. The film is hilariously funny and has lots of heart and is exactly what we need right now, taking true risks in spectacle film. But come the fuck on. That's no reason to rewrite history. This quote has has to have been said by the dumbest fucking Hollywood exec in the history of dumb fucking Hollywood execs. Let's ignore Guardians for a moment, a movie that survives from moment to moment, building itself up and cutting itself down. God knows I'm biased about that one. But what do you think Favreau and Downey did in Iron Man? What the fuck was Ant-Man? Come on, Deadline. After every movie smashes records, people here in Hollywood love to throw out the definitive reasons why the movie was a hit. I saw it happen with Guardians. It, quote, wasn't afraid to be fun, end quote. Or it, quote, was a colorful and funny, end quote, etc., etc. And next thing I know, I hear of a hundred film projects being set up like Guardians. And I see dozens of trailers uh, exactly like the Guardians trailer with a big pop song and a bunch of quips. Ugh. Uh, 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 uh. And he goes on. <laughs> but it's just fantastic. It's uh, Here's actually, this is the part that I cared about the most. Deadpool wasn't that. Deadpool was its own thing. That's what people are reacting to. It's original. It's damn good. It was made with love by the filmmakers, and it wasn't afraid to take risks. No, and, that's, and I think that's what movies need to get back to. It's Absolutely. It's like, now, obviously... Um, you guys aren't big wrestling fans, and you probably haven't watched wrestling religiously for the last few years. Um, but if you not look, even a little bit, if you look if you look at pro wrestling, what it was um, in the '90s, the early 2000s, currently, and everything, everything evolves in a certain way. Um, when you look at pro wrestling, pro wrestling started as you know a grappling, you know, 
grappling battles between giant men. They weren't muscular men. They weren't showboaty men. They were just they were cavemen like barbarians. <laughs> right. All they, all like they did, a giant. Yeah, they did a lot of grappling. They did a lot of uh, you know like you know like just, it, it was just it was grappling. It was throwing around. It was brutal wrestling. They did. I mean, they used to have rules where you couldn't climb on the top turnbuckle. You couldn't throw people over the ropes and everything. You couldn't do things like that. Then it started evolving. It started evolving more into showboating. It started, you know, the the high risk moves, you know, being able to throw people out of the ring and everything, the promos, the talking and everything. Then you get more into like where the nineties were, where now people are more into like hardcore. They're into aggressive aggression. They're into anger, violence. And that's and and that's where wrestling was, I think, at the top of its game. You know, it did it, it pushed the envelope. It it went to the line and took one step over to see how far it could go. Mm-hmm. It's not like that anymore because now everything's PG. Every everything needs to be censored. Everything needs to be monitored. And I think well, it's because it's of that, people are getting offended. Well, yeah, I mean, and everyone everyone's looking at it like, well, you know, that's all well and good, but what about the children? It's like, well, if you're a good fucking parent, you don't have them watch it. Yeah, right. That's actually the answer right there. Yeah, it's like you know, it was like it's like wrestling. Wrestling was designed to show two men just beat the shit out of each other, and it's it's still there, but it's not aggressive anymore. It's it's people who you know who used to say, you know, I'm going to come out here, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm going to take what's mine. You don't have a chance in hell anymore. Now it's turned right. I'm going to beat you down. You can't beat me. It's like because they took out the profanity, which your profanity is still it's I mean, it falls within PG. Ass. Damn, that should still be considered PG, but they can't say anymore. Because instead of looking for the teenage to a, adult um uh demographic is a demographic? Yeah. Okay. Now they're looking yes. at now they're looking at like eight, nine, ten year olds up until like preteens, you know, thirteen, fourteen year old teenagers. And it's garbage, but that's what Disney is now doing with Marvel. You know, now that Disney owns it, Disney they're they're that that child <clears throat> atmosphere. You know, they're still, you know, it's the Disney movies. You know, now they want to take that and slowly merge it with these Marvel movies, and they want to you know stretch you know their boundaries, but they also want to stay within what they really are. Right. You know, it's like I never. I'm trying to think like. If you look at if you look at any of the Avenger movies, you know Thor and stuff like that. It's like, do they really? Besides, I'm I'm, I'm trying to think because I can't. I don't have a good memory of the movies. Now that I think about, I remember them talking about death like once in any of the Marvel movies I've seen, and I could be wrong about that. But uh, I think it's the um, who's the uh, agent that died in the first Avengers? Agent Coulson. Yeah. Okay. Now they actually said he died. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do they in the ever, film? Yeah, do they ever talk about death or anything else? Like, are anyone really dying other than that in any of these movies? I mean, I'm sure they have, um, but I just I can't really think of an example. Uh, of Quicksilver died in the uh, Ultron. Okay, Ultron. Yeah, but no, they generally uh, they have it sort of cast as these this fight amongst gods concept, and so even even. You know, Iron Man, who is obviously a human being in a metal suit, mm-hmm. is basically compared to a normal human being, is basically a deity, and so, um, so yeah, they're they're sort of playing with these immortal or at least nearly invincible characters that are fighting it out, battle after battle, and that's what um, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to be was the sort of gritty people can die in this. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they do is they bring Agent Coulson back because he's a fan favorite and um, they wanted to, I guess. <laughs> and uh, then they started not killing people. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. They, they really they either ignore the issue entirely or they skirt around it uh, in a way that makes it not as tangible or realistic. And it's kind of boring. It's getting boring. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, so first, the first Avengers, they pretty much destroyed, what was that, New York City? Yeah. Pretty much destroyed the entire city. But you did not hear about one casualty. One, one human being dying. Right. I mean, they destroyed those buildings, blew up cars, ran through the streets. I do not remember seeing or them talking about one human casualty. Yeah, not not in the movies. Um, they do bring it up in Daredevil and in Jessica Jones. Yeah, but that's Netflix. I mean, right. Exactly. But, I mean, like that's. I mean, that's. That's not even Disney. I mean, it's Disney, but I mean, it's not. It's it's not the it's not the it's not the uh, I can't think of the word for it. The theater. It's not. Yeah. The silver screen. Is that what I'm trying to say? Silver hey. screen. Yeah, I mean it's it's just it's not it's not it's not the same. It's not, I mean please something please something on TV. Like I'm like I'm seeing I'm watching Supernatural. I'm trying to catch up on what I've been behind in. Mm-hmm. And people are dying, like real people, human beings are dying. And they do that on TV. WGN. I think I think Supernatural's on WGN. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Okay. They can do that on TV. But Disney won't do that in a movie. And it doesn't make sense. It's it's kind of like they want to make you believe that we live in a fantasy world where people can't die. Yep, yeah, but that's the thing. Like if you if you show if you show that humans, that human beings' lives are being taken, wouldn't that add more passion into the movie? You know, I think that's that's right and I, I agree with you. I think what they're trying to avoid is so they it goes back into the not taking risks conversation. They they want to avoid the emotional danger of de- of overdeveloping one character at the loss of another. And so what ends up happening is you get this really, really beautiful, cinematic, comic book-like movie that has to, has to give seven or eight characters their own storyline – their own reason to be, their own everything. And what you end up doing is you don't have enough time to pack in the emotional trauma of a death. And so I think that's why they, they're they doing all of the next Netflix series is so that they can go and, and look, we've got 13 episodes to make you care about this person. We've got 13 episodes to kill people off or keep them alive or – you know, give you a good cliffhangery like reason to come back next week, kind of a thing. And uh, I agree. Uh, it it it's a bummer that the people who only go see the movies are never going to get that. Um, but as a person who who kind of does both, I'm really happy that they have it because it like makes me less mad when I go see the movie. <laughs> so I'm with you. I agree with you, and I disagree with you at the same time. Well, as long as you agree with me in some parts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I, I do think it's a shame that they like. I, I'm bought in enough to this universe that I will watch a three-hour movie or more, 
So if they wanted to spend time to develop a character and then kill them off, that's fine with me. I don't know if it's fine with the uh, the general, the casual watcher. Mm-hmm. Look at Game and of I Thrones. Think, right. Yeah, exactly. Look at Game of Thrones. Absolutely. But that's once again, you have you have 10 episodes a season to develop characters and, you know, make it matter when somebody dies. And I think that's the issue is you get an hour, you get 10 hours to do this versus three hours yeah. to do this. And it's it's hard to do well. Well, I can make people die instantly. Yep. <laughs> and it'd be good. Yeah. Uh, it's just I, I I feel that they need to push the envelope more. I'm all about that. I love it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying go total rated R like you know Deadpool was. You don't need the nudity. They don't need the constant vulgarity. But they need they need to branch off a little bit more to get a little more attention. Now, granted, you know they are doing a good job with the sense. Okay, they're making it a Disney movie, so it's attracting kids, and they're making it a Marvel movie, which is attracting adults. But they need a little more to grab the certain people are like this needs to be a little bit edgier. This needs to be more. They need, it needs to be more what they're seeing on Netflix, you know. It, you know, they they need like a Jessica Jones and um fucking what's the uh, what's the other dude? Daredevil. And no, no, no. Uh, uh, Luke. Luke Cage. Oh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Like the scene where they're fucking each other. Yeah. You know, do something like that. You know, get a little risky. You know, why can't why yeah. can't Disney have a sex scene? You know, why not? Because it's kids. Yeah. It's for the kids. Oh, and kids never walk down their parents accidentally doing it. I think they'll get it. Cinderella's <laughs> a concept. I mean, nowadays, all, yeah, it's not... we've all stayed up at ten, eleven o'clock at night and turned on that certain channel that's a little bit fuzzy just to see what's going on. <laughs> well, I think it's in high def now, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, I'm saying back then, back then, what what it didn't have, you know, fucking you uh, Pornhub and all that other shit, or you know, sh- you know, things that where magazines were used. Yeah, you know, but it's like, it's like they they need that. They need that. They need that envelope push just a little. Yeah, not not. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, besides, definitely it, push the envelope. Besides, well, isn't I, I, isn't that what uh, um, was it? Jessica Jones on that's Disney, right? Yeah. Okay, so why are they doing the sex scenes on Netflix then? They won't do it in the movies. I honestly don't know. See, no idea. Is it, is, I mean, is it because Netflix is some kind is kind of more restricted to where you need to be on by a certain person in order to watch it? I I think that's part of it. Um, I think I think that is actually a huge part of why they decided to do those properties through Netflix was that they could be a little bit more adult without having to worry about parents bringing their kids to movie theaters and complaining because they paid fifteen dollars after popcorn for their kids to see boobs. Well, yeah, but I mean that's upset about I mean, because they did no research about the film before going in. Yeah, but I mean, how could that be Disney's fault if they put in the uh, the fucking um, parental con- or the parental was the fucking caught the rating? I know what you mean. You put PG, yeah, no, yeah. You say yeah. PG thirteen with slight nudity, drug use, and violence with language. I mean, if you bring a kid into a movie where it says partial nudity, you you don't think you're gonna see a side boob or an ass? That's on you. I'm with you. Know, you. you can't sit there I, and I like totally you know agree. fucking write a letter to Disney saying how dare you put a nipple in this movie? It's like, well, we did say nudity. Well, well, you can't make parents take responsibility. That's that's wrong. It said Marvel on the ticket, so <laughs> yeah. I think I need a refund. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I normally don't agree with the everyone's offended line, but this is one of those ones where I'm just like, parents, be responsible. If your kid is not capable of watching the film by your understanding of your kid's developmental stage, don't take them to see it. Period. Exactly. Hire a babysitter if you want to see the film. Or wait till it comes to DVD. Or Blu-ray. Yeah. Since we live in that world Or Netflix a year from now. Right. Well, what's weird is that's the other thing that really bothers me about Netflix lately is they haven't had any of the Marvel movies on Netflix since um, I think since the second Thor came out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it actually makes sense now that I think about it a little more. I don't. Cause I remember. I think I remember searching for the hell of that. I searched like Marvel, just see what happens on there. Uh, Captain mm-hmm. America and stuff like that. And, like I haven't seen anything. Now I see a lot of Marvel movies on Comcast on demand that are free. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, like uh, Captain America's on there. I think the first Marvel's on there. Thor might be on there. Um, I think Ghost Rider might be on there. But it's... I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. If you'll excuse me while I mute my mic, I'm definitely here the rest of the episode. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not on Netflix anymore. And I don't know if they're doing that because they're putting, you know, Marvel exclusive only shows on there to kind of like have the two separate things. Like, okay, now that we got Marvel shows on Netflix, we don't need to have the movies on there anymore. They can buy the movies that they want it. Now I do I do remember hearing and I could be wrong that I there was an article that said that even though Netflix you know has like this app where you can instantly download movies so that they still have the part where you can rent the movies for as long as you want and I heard that they still have movies available but they're only available through that service and they still want to do that so that service is still alive and people are still utilizing it. I believe that is the case. Um, it costs twice as much, though. Yeah, but I think that's what they're doing with these Marvel movies. Like you know, since oh, Marvel's you're probably so right. huge, you know, it's like mm. it's like okay, we can put you, we can give you Deadpool, uh, or not Deadpool, we can give you Daredevil, Jessica Jones. You know, we'll give you Iron Fist when it's coming out, Punisher, Luke Cage. We'll give you all this stuff. But if you want the Avengers, if you want the X Men, you want you know all these other ones, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, all these other ones, we have a service that can give you that. We just can't offer it to you here. Yeah, maybe that is it. It's still disappointing to me because they were there and now they are not. And it, it's just, you know, I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's, every, everything's fine. Because everything is awesome. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not um, mad about it. I own most of the fucking Marvel movies on DVD anyways. I can watch them whenever I really want. Except for the Hulk movies I never got into or Thor. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, the Thor ones are good. I've seen them. But, I don't own them. There's yeah, only the Hulk one. I'm not a big fan of the Hulk ones. Edward Norton's is okay. There's only but... two Thors, right? Correct. Thor and Thor, the dark world. Yeah. Which one did you like? And better? Ragnarok is coming up. Oh, the dark world. Definitely. Dark world. I, I enjoyed dark yeah. world. I really, well, I like that it ties into the, um, the infinity stone line, the phase three, yeah, we've collected the the ether thing. Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. I also like, yeah, and I also like Christopher Eccleston a lot. So anything that he's in, it automatically gives it like a plus three or a plus four to my liking it better. Yeah. So he was the dark elf. Yeah, that's right, like yeah. the leader of the dark yeah. elves. 
So, but um, yeah, there's also Doctor um, Who. Deadpool is definitely good to kind of circle back to what we were originally discussing. Deadpool is a really good movie. And I do believe that the uh, the post credit scene was probably my favorite out of all of them. Oh, don't tell me about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm, I'm okay. gonna tell you. I will tell you that. I mean, obviously, you will know. But there is a post credit scene that you have to stay and watch. But as it being Marvel, you should already know. Uh, right. Definitely. I didn't. I did know there was one. I don't know what it is yet, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna wait to see the movie or if somebody's just going to spoil it for me on Wednesday. But <laughs> uh, either way, I could tell you that I, at first one, okay. So what I can tell you is like when I first went to the movie, when, or when the movie was first ending, I was thinking like there wasn't going to be a post credit scene because when you watch like the opening credits from, from the very beginning of the movie, it's a base. I mean, the movie's basically fucking around with you. Like, you know, it's, it's it's that humor you knew you were going to expect. So when you see the opening credits, pay attention to the opening credits while they're saying who's starring in it, who's directing it, writing it, and all that. It's you hilarious. Know, it's fucking funny from the very beginning. But because of the opening credits of how they were, how the closing credits started, in my mind I'm thinking there's no way there's going to be a post-credit scene because if they're using this humor, they're going to use this humor as, you know, these people are going to f- believe there's going to be a closing credit scene, but we're not going to give it to them. That's fantastic. So I would think like there's no fucking way to the closing credit scene. But Kyle's like, oh no, we gotta stay because it's Marvel. I'm like, I, and I believed him. And I'm glad I believed him because he was right. There was a scene. Well, most Marvels always do have something. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I in my mind, you would think yes, you have to say because of it. But also the way that they joked around so much in the movie that I thought they'd be like, hey, would it be funnier if there is no post Marvel uh, post scene because you know, oh, they get here, they see it, and it's fucking over. There's no scene. Then yeah, they wasted their time. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking about. But there is a post. There is a post uh, credit scene. Definitely wait. You won't be disappointed with it. Pay attention to the opening credits, the closing credits. Pay attention to everything because all of it's funny. That's fantastic. They they do some shots on the X Men which are funny. They, they and I'll even tell you like he mentions Ryan Reynolds in it, which is fucking funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's it's such a good movie. Um, I'm glad I went to go see it. I can't wait for the next one, which I believe is Civil War in May. Yep, that is correct. Yes, I am definitely looking forward to Civil War myself. Yeah, I can't wait. It's I'm excited. I, did you see the uh, the new promo or the new trailer that uh, released during uh, Civil War? Oh, yes, it was so. It good. actually showed the uh, sides lining up. Yes, it actually said oh, who's so that too. Did you see that uh, the Vision is in it and he's on Iron Man's side? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's that's I I felt and I, you know I don't want to brag, but I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was Stark's computer. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about yeah. that. The one that did surprise me was uh, Black Widow being on Iron Man's side. Yeah, I am surprised by that too. Because what was it? it was but... uh, it was. Iron Man, War Machine, Vision, Black Widow, Black Panther, and then the other uh, side. yes. Then the other side was uh, Hawkeye, Ant Man, uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America, and was a Hawk, uh, Falcon, Falcon, and Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yes. So wait, so there's there's actually one on Iron Man's side that I'm missing, then because I think it was six and six. 
No. No, it was no, uneven. It's, it's five and six. Five and six? Yeah. Yep, I only know because I'm literally looking at a picture right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see that. And I, I don't know. I hope that Rob is correct and that it's going to – I think it was Rob who said it um, – that it's going to be a – it's not going to – it's going to start the Civil War storyline, but it's not going to be the end of the Civil War storyline. And I really hope that's the case. <laughs> You think that so, they'll do Captain America Civil War and then make Civil War its own separate movie? Um, well, I don't think they'll do a whole movie to it. I think it's going to be in the background of everything for oh, a while. Okay. So, like, uh, well, I, I doubt it'll play in the, the Thor movie because that's um, going to be, I think, basically the same thing but just in Asgard. So, because it's it's Thor Ragnarok, so it's the end of the world. So it's going to be like the final fight between Thor and Loki, hopefully, because I'm tired of the Thor and Loki fight. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm tired of like, oh, Loki redeemed himself, hooray, tear, <laughs> and then oh no, he was Odin the entire time. Like, stop it. <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. how much I like Tom Hiddleston. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Someone I'm looking forward to whoever dies in Civil War. I don't know who it's going to be. So the casket scene is probably Peggy Carter, but I wonder who else is going to bite the big one. Yeah. So I don't know. What if they I'm just killed everyone? <laughs> oh, <laughs> be still my beating heart. <laughs> I like Game of Thrones too much to not like that idea. <laughs> so yeah i don't know uh you know who i couldn't help but notice that um hulk was conspicuously absent yeah so it's a shame i, I really it'd be neat if he showed up and gave them a reason to come together to send him off planet to start the planet hulk yeah well because this is that after Ultron, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. So, yeah, the Hulk, Hulk flew away on the jet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hulk left. Yeah. Yep. Which is why it'd be nice if he'd come back. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow, we're only getting two movies. Do we have we only always gotten two movies? I guess so. Yeah, Civil War and then Doctor Strange in November. I want to see that one. I'm really excited about that one, too. Wait, what do you mean two movies? Coming out this year. Uh... Two, two per year. Two Marvel movies per year. What are six of them this year? Mm. What? And, and don't we, don't we, we talked about this last time. On, uh, there, and there's six of them? Or do you mean just in that concept of Marvel? Because Deadpool is a Marvel movie. Oh, no, I'm seeing just Marvel Disney. Because uh, Deadpool oh, okay. is owned by Fox. Yeah, okay, okay. And so he'll never, he'll never show up in... Um, the Avengers probably. That makes more sense. Marvel Disney. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm talking Marvel Disney because those are the like Civil War is Marvel Disney, Doctor Strange is Marvel Disney. Well, yeah. Well, last year was Ant Man and Ultron, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and then what was before that? Thor and uh, uh, Captain America. Guardians. Guardians. When did Captain America: Winter Soldier come out? I'm not. Well, see, I think it came out. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think I feel as though it came out the same year as 
Thor and Guardians, but I don't know anymore. I'm questioning myself now. <laughs> Came out in 14. Yeah, so it came out in 14. Guardians came out in 14. Guardians, I thought, came out before that. Guardians came out August 1st of 2014. Oh. And Captain America Winter Soldier was March 13th. Gotcha. Oh, that must mean Thor was like October the previous year or something. Dang. Well, when Iron Man 3... That, I can't I, keep track of it. Iron anymore. Man 3 will have been 2014. I don't know. I think you're right, but I because uh, the first first Avengers, I think it was 2013, which will put Iron Man three uh, following that uh, 2014. Because Dark World was 2013. Yeah, Dark World was 13. Captain America was 14. I think a lot. I think a lot of Marvel uh, movies came out in 2014 because I think because when did... no, it was only two. It was just it was Captain America and Guardians, according to Wikipedia, which. As we all know, is absolutely okay. Cool. Here, I got the whole list. <laughs> there we go. Iron Man in 08, Hulk, Edward Norton Hulk in 08, Iron Man 2 in 2010, Thor in 2011, Captain America in 2011, Avengers 2012, Iron Man 3 2013, Dark World 2013, Winter Soldier 2014, Guardians 2014. Ultron 15, Ant-Man 15, Civil War 16, Doctor Strange 16, uh, Guardians 2 is 17, Ragnarok 17, and then Infinity War is 18. And then yep. there's even more. <laughs> yeah. So Well, it, just, it, it felt like for a while there the rhythm was just right where – they were just spread out enough that it felt like three were happening a year, but I guess it was only two. So, I don't know. It's crazy to me. It just feels like so, it feels like every wait is longer and longer. Well, it, that's see, that's the thing. Like, it doesn't feel like the first Avengers came out four years ago. Yeah, right. I mean, it's right. Exactly. That's a while ago, and you're saying the first Iron Man came out the year after I graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <I> mean, <laughs> it, that seems really weird. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, Wikipedia also has uh, an untitled Spider-Man film in 2017. Yeah, so that's exciting. I'm excited Ooh. about that. I really hope that that happens. You know who? Uh, <laughs> you know who's writing the script for that? Who? Sweets from Bones. Is he? Nice. Yeah, and he's dead. He he died in he died in Bones. Oh, don't remind me, you asshole. <laughs> Even though, even though that episode of Bones came out like two years ago, or last year, yeah, he died. But yeah, I think because I was looking up information on him after uh, they killed him off in Bones, and it looks like they killed him off because he wanted to do more directing and stuff like that. And I believe he is one of the writers or the writer on the 2017 Spider-Man movie. Yep, reboot. Awesome. Mm-hmm. With Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Yeah, I'm not so sure about see, that. See, that's another whatever. thing. I did not see Spider-Man in that lineup uh, where they're facing off from each other. No, but I heard he's going uh, to make an appearance. Yeah, I'm guessing he's going to be the end credit scene. He needs to be a big enough role to be relevant, or else I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> well, they, I think they they just got the property back around the same time that they were finishing filming. 
So I don't think he's going to have a big role in this one, but I think he's going to have bigger roles as it goes down the line. So I think there's like an Iron Man 4 movie. He'll probably be play a big part in that. I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in Ant-Man. Oh, Ant-Man would actually probably be a great place to put him because like, I don't know what else you're going to do with an Ant-Man movie. I don't even see it. They don't even have an Ant-Man 2 listed. Maybe 2020. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp is 2018, um, according to Wikipedia. Is it? Yeah. You ever wondered if uh, Fox would uh, ever put Spider-Man or should have put Spider-Man into an X-Men movie? Well, uh, Sony owns Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, otherwise it would have been, I would have loved that too. I actually would have liked Spider-Man to be in like a Fantastic Four movie. Like that would have saved Fantastic Four maybe. Especially with the Andrew Garfield Spidey. He was so good. Fantastic Four. That's not Marvel. Uh, it's Fox Marvel. Is it? Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. So. Although Marvel did officially kill the comic book property last year. Really? Yep. Like just just in time for that other movie to come out because Marvel still owns all the merchandising rights, uh-huh. and so they basically were like, "Look, you can make as much money as you want from the movie, but you're not going to make any movie on any money on action figures or posters or this or that because we're not going to make any, and also we're going to kill all the characters off in the comic book so that people who read comic books are going to be like, well, why would we go see this movie? It's not a comic book movie. That comic book character is dead. Yeah." So they did the same thing to Wolverine, but Wolverine's too popular a character. I think he's going to last as long as Hugh Jackman does. <laughs> do, you, do you agree with people uh, saying that Hugh Jackman's getting too old to play Wolverine? Um, I think he's getting there. I think, it's, I think it is getting to be too physical a role, and it's going to be too difficult for him to pack on that kind of muscle all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do hear he's going to be playing, uh, old Logan, which is like Wolverine after he's retired from being Wolverine. And that would be awesome, but I don't know what movie that's going to be in or how that's going to look. Yeah. So I, I feel like he, could, he, any, anything that's a dramatic role, I feel like he could knock out of the park. I'm just not sure that we're going to see a whole lot of like shirtless bursting forth from the water with, <laughs> The adamantium claws thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. I gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. I wish along with all these uh, Marvel movies, they played more like Sabretooth or, uh, you know, Juggernaut, more of Magneto's group of guys. Absolutely. All the, like, the the Brotherhood, what is it called? Mm, the brother, Brotherhood of Mutants. Yeah, that would be a cool uh, movie itself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's where Fox... Needs to, like, shit or get off the pot, in my opinion. <laughs> like, they, they keep screwing around with all this different stuff, just kind of throwing stuff out there so that they can, A, keep the property, and B, maybe something will stick and they'll be able to make money off of it. But ugh. if they really wanted to make money, they'd let Marvel Disney pay for the rights to do to use the X-Men and have the X-Men show up in an Avengers movie. Yeah. They would make 
both sides would make so much money that they would literally not know what to do with it. Yeah. So they would make so much money that they would be able to take it and print it in paper form and warm like villages in other countries, like third world countries could warm themselves on the fiery burning of the cash that they would make. Yeah. But <laughs> to put it as offensively as possible, probably. <laughs> but. Uh, besides the Marvel movies, are you excited for any of the DCs coming out? Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, anything oh, like that? Oh, I definitely am. I'm not. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm not very excited for Batman vs. Superman. It just doesn't look that good to me. But I also didn't see Man of Steel, so I'm not attached to this Superman very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still um, think they should use Tom Welling as Superman. He uh, played Tom Superman in the Smallville series. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's been that's been my biggest problem with their with DC lately is like their television characters are phenomenal. I love Arrow. I love The Flash. Um, I feel like I would really like Supergirl and there's a good chance I wouldn't like Gotham at all, but that's only because I think they're doing it entirely wrong. I I watched one episode, so I can't say I'm really watching it. But it looked yeah. good. So, that's yeah, I don't know. I like the concept. I like a gritty film noir thing with like, let's tell Jim Gordon's story. Sweet. But it seemed from what I've heard about it, they tried to incorporate too many villains too quickly from the gallery of rogues or the rogues wow. gallery. Yeah. Um, but whatever. Um, but the flash and arrow are fantastic and it really, really bothers me that like TV flash is not going to be in movie flash and like, um, dead shot from the TV show is not Will Smith. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the trailer looks good. Yeah. Now see, I mean, I haven't seen any of, uh. Arrow, but I know the guy that played Green Arrow or Oliver Queen in mm-hmm. Smallville. I mean, he was great in that show, but like I said, I haven't seen Arrow at all, so I can't go between the two and judge him. Gotcha. Was it not Stephen Amell or Amel or however you say his name? Uh, it's not Stephen Amell. Gotcha. It's Justin Hartley. Gotcha. So, and I mean, I I always I thought he was a great character in uh, Smallville. Yeah, I feel like their their TV game is really strong, but I'm worried about their their movie game. That's all. So I'm, I'll probably go see Suicide Squad. I'm not that interested in Batman v Superman. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the robot looking uh, bat suit. Yeah. yeah, I think it's too Iron Man, rich guy, and yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> not a not a huge fan of it. But I might go see it. Depends, see how I feel. I've actually never really followed much of any DC except for like the animated Justice League series and Cartoon Network. 
Nice. Beyond that, nothing. Um, I do like how in the trailer showed Wonder Woman showing up in the Batman vs. Superman movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool shot. I agree. I hear uh, Cyborg will will make an appearance too. Hmm, that could be interesting. So. When is um, when's Aquaman showing up? I think that's gives a shit. 2017. Gotcha. Fuck that. Well, I like Jason Momoa. Fuck that. Guy. And I don't know. I don't know if I like him enough to go see an Aquaman movie, but does, Aqu- we'll does Aquaman do anything but summon fish? He's a badass, so shut does up. He, Technically, yes, but I can't remember he, what does it he, is. Does he fly? Does he have super strength? Can he do I a, think he, Can he do anything but summon fish? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has super strength. He has telepathy to compel and manipulate sea life. So he could call fish. <laughs> Access to the clear, whatever that is. Uh, wow. Water-adapted... Physiology, granted superhuman strength, stamina, endurance, durability, reflexes, agility, and senses. He can do that above speeds. above water too? Huh? Can he do that above water or does he have to be in the I'd water? I imagine. I think he can do it above yeah, water. I don't know how water. he would be useful Long distance jumping. Uh, healing factor. He's a master Atlantean combat. <laughs> Longevity. Immune to freezing temperatures. Variable level of hydrokinetic abilities. I don't even know what that <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. That's all coming from the Wikipedia, of course. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm so fo- basically, I was following along. So basically, this guy has every superpower imaginable, but they call him Aquaman because he can talk to fish. Yep. This is like the ultimate superhero, except he has the lamest fucking name. I think it's a cool. I think he's cool. But he doesn't do anything. Well, he has all these powers, and I've never seen him do anything. Not even in the cartoon. Yeah, but when they don't really portray him, he's not huge. Well, why not? Mm. I mean, he does everything. He, apparently, he's fucking Superman who can talk to fish. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, d- I do feel like in in like the Justice League yearbook, he's every single year voted most bullyable. Yeah, like <laughs> most hopeful. Yeah. You know, it's coming. It's like, come on. But who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll have, maybe they'll make a movie for him, and it'll be epic. Well, it's two thousand eighteen. It. I will say it looks like it's going to be epic, but only because Jason Momoa looks really, really fantastic in the Aquaman armor. Tattoos? I don't know what they are. He actually does Scales. appear. He is going to appear in the Batman vs Superman. Who Aquaman? Yep. Oh, well, maybe I'll go see it. If 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 this guy is supposed to be as awesome as he is portrayed, I do, now don't get me wrong. They're probably not going to give him much to do because it's probably just to introduce the character. Yeah, he probably will not do much because he's a nobody. Well, just like but, same with Wonder but, Woman, they're probably not going to do much with her. Same with Cyborg well, cause, because it's that's cause she's Batman a woman. versus Superman. <laughs> well, it's just to introduce these the characters. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, well, um, as we were sitting here speaking about um, 
these epic movies. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, play a quick promo for a uh, podcast that I've uh, I've had the pleasure of uh, talking to the hosts of the of uh, this podcast. Uh, they're cool guys. Um, talking with them a lot more and exchanging um, what these shows are about. Um, I feel it's appropriate right now as I go and take a leak. We take a quick break and uh, play this promo. So uh, as we take a quick break, please enjoy the promo for the Epic Film Guys podcast. News on the mark! The year 2014. Two best friends set out on a journey to produce the best content related to all things film. In 2015, they founded a podcast to share their passions with the world. From rants, lisps, and beer, to trailers, challenges, and premieres, Nick and Justin have you covered. Find the Epic Film Guys podcast at epicfilmguys.podbean.com and follow the show on Twitter. And we'll see you at the movies. Okay, well that's uh that's a relief. Um, yeah. So, Colin, in your opinion, definitely go see Deadpool, right? Yes, definitely. Joey, I hope you go see it by the time we do the show next week. I will do my best. And I hope that uh, your uh, host on your next show don't ruin it for you, because seeing it without really knowing what's going on is definitely the way to go. All right, that's good. To know. Um. But obviously, speaking of your other host, um, Joey, we know that um, people could find Geekcast Show here every Wednesday, but where can they find you on Saturday? On Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast, which you can access by either searching Geekcast Live on iTunes or typing gcl.ninja into your browser. Nice, nice. And uh, I'd like everyone, uh, you know, to remind everyone that even though you can find our show at uh, thisfreakingshow.com, you can now find us on iTunes. You can play all our uh, shows from previous up until now. You And while you're there, you know, why don't you go ahead and, you know, rate us, leave us a review, talk about how uh, freaking awesome we are, because even though we know that we're good, we still like to hear other people say it. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter. Just search in this freaking show. You can follow us on Instagram through this freaking show. Uh, for people who still use Facebook, search this freaking show over there. You can like uh, like our page. You got anything you want to discuss with us or talk to us? You can message us on Twitter, Facebook, or at this freaking show at yahoo.com. Uh, as always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Kyle. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.